Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Hire My VA Team and Business Building Podcast brought to you by Ugozi.com and Victory. And in this podcast and in Hire My VA, we help you to reclaim your freedom through hiring and thriving with virtual assistants without breaking the bank. And that means your bank. And I'm Dave Braun. And I'm here today again with my partner and fantastic business mentor and coach, but more importantly, my good friend, the Larry Broughton. Larry. Hello, handsome Dave. How are you, sir? Doing great. Doing great, man. Um, so I'm enjoying all this wine over my head here. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Different place for the, um, about a week here. Yeah, good. So it's, uh, it's nice to be in a different place. Uh, a little bit of work where we're at, but that's cool. Good. I'm and glad that we're doing this today. Yeah. And it's kind of related to this question here, right? Okay. It's the question is how do I achieve work-life balance or a proper blending between them? Oh, I like that last part. You know, this is one of those topics we get all the time from high achievers. Yeah, Dave. And I don't know when we got sold this bill of goods <laughs> that anyone who wants to be a business owner, entrepreneur, leader, high achiever is going to have balance. Yeah. It ain't going to happen. Can I just be your voice of reality for a second? Um, because here's why words have meaning, right? Dave, mm -hmm. you hear me say this all the time. Balance means what? All things being equal. Well, equal. I mean, we're thinking about a scale, right? Right. That's not going to happen, my friends. It's just not. The truth is, if you're launching a business, or you're going through any kind of season of growth or pain or turmoil in your business, you're, you're going to be spending a lot of effort on that. So one of the things I like to think about, Dave, is how about instead of seeking balance, how about setting boundaries? Oh, yeah, that's good. And oftentimes these boundaries can't be set up by ourselves. Mm -hmm. Most of us, not all of us. Most of us have some kind of um, responsibilities and relationships to people outside our business, entrepreneurial endeavors, or um, high achievement pursuits. You know, yeah. Olympians, as they're pursuing the gold, there's a lot of sacrifices that they're giving up. They're not hanging out with friends. They're not seeing family members as often as they want to. They're probably missing birthday parties from time to time while they're out training. Right. Yes. Well, we have to look at it that way. Right. So they have to, you have to set boundaries, make sure that everybody understands that, hey, during this season, during this pursuit of whatever, whatever it is I'm doing, launching a new product, launching a business, trying to get through this economic downturn, I'm going to have to spend a certain amount of hours, energy, heartache, heartburn, whatever it is, blood, sweat, tears towards this. I need to know what's acceptable for you, loved ones, friends, you know, how far can I push this? Because, you know, a lot of us, Dave, we'll drive on for 20 hours a day if we can function at that level, but forget about our family members, our right. health, our spiritual pursuits, right? And so it's kind of a, a joint effort with setting up these appropriate boundaries. I'm sorry that I've kind of uh, no, no. filibustered, but <laughs> <laughs> boundaries, I think, is probably a better phrasing than than work-life balance. But I get what people are asking. I get the I understand the, the question, but I yeah. like the idea about blending the two as well. 
Yeah, I think it is a blend. Um, you know, one of the examples that comes in my life when it talks about boundaries is, you know, where I'm at is a different place than normal. And I'm staying at my sister and brother-in-law's house while they're on vacation. And Cheryl and I are taking care of my mom, who's um, approaching 90. And mm. she's got some physical limitations. So we're here. But one of the things that I do on a weekly basis, Larry, and that's why we never can meet on Fridays or almost never is Friday mornings is because mm -hmm. she and I go out to breakfast and do a couple of errands. Yeah. But I tell her, well, actually, she would she would want to, you know, spend all day with me. But I tell her, no, well, mom, who wouldn't, God. David? <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Handsome thing. <you. laughs> but I tell her, you know, breakfast and then until about noon, that's that's what I can spend with you. So whatever we do, you, we can do whatever you want, mom, but that's the, that's it. That's the boundary, right? So it's yeah. important to, to establish some of those particular mm. boundaries, right? Mm. As you were talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Well, listen, I've learned my, well, maybe I haven't learned my lesson, but I have burned through relationships in a marriage um, because I was not good at setting appropriate boundaries in a lot of areas. Uh, of my life, but particularly spending way too much time on my business and not nurturing what should have been the most important relationship relationships in my life. Right. You're right. So there is a serious consequence um, in this. Do we want to talk about a this great tool that we use all the time with all of our clients? Yeah. Why don't, why don't you introduce it? It's because it's really uh, your invention from uh, a while ago. Yeah, yeah. So it's called the whole health spider graph. Um, and like a lot of things that I, I do, I might come up with an idea and start with a basic crappy working model of it. But then I get people who are bolder, brighter, smarter, more educated, better looking, Dave, than, <laughs> to help streamline it, make it better. And so that's kind of what we did. So what I end up doing is I realized after, well, actually staring at my own navel during one of the, the crashes and burns that I had in my life, and I realized all right, so I've got Ernst & Young's Entrepreneur of the Year, um, uh, Inc. 500s, I think we were 149th fastest growing company that year. Um, I think, I don't know, we received a bunch of awards, doing great in business, but I look over my shoulder and my marriage is a mess. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I haven't seen friends in months, you know? Um, and so I realized I need to start measuring this stuff, right? Because what's measured is improved, right? Sure. So how do I measure uh, all these different areas in my life? And I realized there were kind of eight spans that I really needed to be focusing on. If I was going to try to approach nirvana, let's say, mm -hmm. and it came down to things like spiritual health, physical health, financial health, professional health, relationship health, you know, those mm -hmm. types of things, right? And so we rated them from zero to nine or one to 10, I forget what it is on there. It doesn't really matter. And, but that's only one step, Dave. Mm -hmm. So what you realize when you start plotting these things out on this spider graph and you do it four over four times, it might be over four months. It might be over four quarters and you do them in different colors. It starts to look like a spider web yeah. on here. And what I realize is like I just explained, I might be killing it, doing great in business, but at what cost? Right. Yeah. My health is a mess. You know, my relationships are, are a mess. I'm feeling empty. I'm feeling lost. Um, so once you measure it, then what do you do, though? Because recognize it is only one point. 
the next step yeah. is okay what's my goal to get me out of this mess and right. so we uh, so we attach smart goals to it and do you remember back in the old days when you and i first started working together whatever it was eight nine years ago it was it was all done manually right you right. had to plot it on here and then you helped us actually turn it into um a more electronic or data-driven version of this thing so it's all in a data file at, at this point so right. i think we ought to give this to folks we're following this because okay. okay. typically we charge for this or it's part of our coaching programs right right so oh, yeah, maybe, we can, maybe we can share a copy of this on the on the screen of what it actually might look like look yeah like, and give them a link to how they might find it yeah take a look on the screen and what it is and the link is yougozi.com slash spider spider s-p-i-d-e-r thank you yeah and there should be a really nice explanatory video there yes um about how it works it's now one of the things that's important for you guys to realize if you're going to use it it's an excel file it yes. doesn't translate to a google sheet we tried believe yes. me <laughs> yeah. Yeah. so because we like to do it in both but you have to use excel for that which most people have yeah, yeah. well and one of the things and one that, day we do need to convert this into an app so if anybody wants to, if anyone owns an app company and they want to do this for free for us, well, we'll, yeah, we'll promote yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah. There you go. Well, one of the things, Larry, I think we were, we were also, um, you know, talking about a, a good way to think about this is there's a couple words that came to my mind uh -huh. is I know one of my coaches has talked about there's times when you want to do a sprint right? This is a, if, yes, you yes. know, if, if it's like, it's a new product or new service you're developing for your company, you do a sprint. A sprint is only meant to go for a short period of time. It's not a marathon. So you, you concentrate on it, but you know, there's a start and an end that happens pretty quick. And then yeah. like you said, you establish the boundaries and you talk to the stakeholders in your life and you say, I really need to sprint this week. So I'm going to be head down. Don't look for me or whatever boundaries you want to establish to do that. Um, and then, you know, the, the um, other word that comes to mind on this is seasons. Yes. You know, I think you sure. talk about it. There's seasons in our lives where we've got to do these sprints. Um, and, you know, a great way that I think about that is in sports because I love sports. Yeah. And, and you've got aspects of this overall season that happens once a year where you've got these sprints built in. Hmm. Um, right. You've got, it starts off um with you know the the you know you're resting and then you do a training camp or they call it you know winter ball or spring training whatever mm -hmm. you have for a baseball and then it goes into you know the normal season and then there's the playoffs and then the off season when you rest typically yeah. Yeah. um so you've you're kind of sprinting only part of the time but you've got those built-in cycles of rest recovery preparation so that when the new season comes for you, you're able to still play at um, ex and execute at a really high level. Yeah, Dave, I'm so glad that you had mentioned that. And it reminds me, you know, we just did our, as you mentioned, our uh, book club where we talked about the book Brain Rules. Yeah, that we right? just. And this stuff goes back. This is not just Dave and Larry coming up with this stuff. This isn't just like <laughs> gurus, right. these fake gurus that are out there that we've come up with these th ideas over the last 20 years this stuff goes back to our mammalian lizard brain right yeah. about the way that we we work and how we need rest and in those types of things right um so you should actually go back folks i would encourage you um to get onto these book clubs uh th that we're doing but it did remind me of that dave and and i was talking about that 
you know, this is even biblical, right? And you should talk about this. You're more of a theologian than I am, you know, where day, taking a rest day is really important, no matter what the season is that, that you're in. You got you to take some downtime so your brain can pause, recharge, rejuvenate in your body as well, I guess. Yeah, you know, uh, you know, we talk about, like I mentioned, the, the season in sports, but, mm -hmm. you know, frankly, that's not really practical to most of us, no, right? We've got, a, we've got a business, we're lucky to take two weeks of vacation a year, so we're pretty much running all year. Yes. So what kind of are, what are good rhythms to establish um, in those, in those 50 weeks? Right. And, you know, one of those is, um, you know, God lays out in the Bible, uh, uh, you know, certain seasons as well, but he talks about um, working six days and resting a seventh. Yeah. You know, and, and no matter what religion you are, it, it doesn't matter, but we're talking about giving you a good place to start. Sure. Well, that's a good place that you may want to start if you feel like you're not working enough or want to, or you're working too much or you don't have the boundaries. That's a really good boundary to, to take is to say, I'm going to work six days, but I'm going to take a full day off. Yeah. Um, you know, because we are, and, and as we talked about in that book, a brain rules, you know, we are built for cycles of rest and execution Yeah. and um, built over the course of 24 hours we have to sleep <laughs> we're supposed yeah. to some of us and i'm looking at him right now doesn't sleep as much as he should <laughs> me <laughs> yeah yeah you're right yeah but we've got these cycles at 24 hour cycles sure month you know right quarter and you know and year and stuff yeah and so it's it that would be a a good place to start yeah know? well i do recognize the importance and power of sleep for sure um, and, uh, I keep telling myself, I'm in a season. Um, the problem is this season that I thought was going to be 90 days is two and a half years. Right. Yeah. And so it's just, I need to just keep adjusting. Right. And take care of myself when, when I can. Uh -huh. Um, this reminds me though, of like what my ultimate goal is. And I mentioned this guy pretty regularly because he's just a freaking hero yeah. to me about the way he set up his life. And this is a guy named George Lanza. Uh, who's a business broker here in Orange County. Um, and uh, we were in the same mastermind together a dozen or 15 years ago. And uh, he and his bride, um, had, now they didn't start this way, but this is what they worked towards and then achieved is he took four months off each year. Ah. Right? He didn't take all four months off at mm. once, but what he would do is he would take one month off each quarter. Mm. Because you think about a business broker, right? If you're someone that broke... Uh, if you're representing and selling businesses on behalf of people, it's a seven day a week thing, or it yeah. can turn into that if you're not really careful. Right. Yeah. And so his comment was, and you used this term earlier, I can sprint for eight weeks if I know that I'm taking four weeks off on the end, at the end of that. Yeah. Right. And knowing that that was his goal, he set his business and his life up such that when he was gone for those four weeks, he had someone who was there who could take the baton and make decisions in his absence. Yeah. If he, if he didn't get intentional about this, Dave, and just said, I'll take it off time whenever I can, he ends up running in a, into what Larry, Larry's life looks like right now is you're working around the clock, seven days a week for survival. That's not fun for anybody for any length of time. Will you have seasons of that? Yes. Elon Musk talked about, talks mm -hmm. about this, right? Mm -hmm. You think you got to, 
rough. Think about all the businesses that Elon Musk is running right now. And he's got classic stories about him sleeping on boardroom tables, you know, sleeping on people's sofas that are near the factories, right? I don't have a desire for that long term. Some people thrive on that, but it's it's not, it's truly not healthy, you know. Um, so, but I do like what George has done with his life. And um, I think that's good at any age, because most people, Dave, I think at this point, most of us don't have big, they're listening to this call or watching this, um, aspirations for like the old school retirement. Mm -hmm. You know, there are, there's obviously some level of engagement, but wouldn't it be awesome if you did have a business that basically ran on its own four months out of the year yeah. so you could take time off? Oh, and you're still earning good. revenue. You're still <laughs> earning money. Oh, that sounds great. But it's not going to happen unless we set the boundaries. We do a whole health spidergraph because you got to have a starting point. Yes. Right? What's measured is improved. And if you are if you don't have these boundaries, your life is going to get driven off a cliff, either by yourself or other team members or other family members or stakeholders uh, in, in your life. Mm -hmm. Right. And setting goals in order to get there. Right. So that's what I got to say about that. Yeah, that sounds good. So basically you're saying use the spider graph tool regularly, right? I mean, that's the first thing. Use yeah, it, I, if it's the first regularly. time you're ever using it, I would do it monthly, okay? Whatever the months are, one month after another, do it four times and then do it quarterly thereafter. Okay, that's all right. So then, and then that you use that to help you establish some rhythms in your life and some yes. boundaries, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And really then the third thing is be careful when you choose your seasons or your sprint weeks, whatever it is, what do, do those do those with uh, a lot of awareness, right? Because you're going to see the fact that uh, once you do your spider graph, there's going to be an area for almost everybody. There's at least one area that's really poor. Yeah. And you're going to be thinking, oh my gosh, I got to bring that up. And you, and, and that's a good thing and you want to, mm -hmm. but um, you know, our suggestion is to remember to bring it up on a seasonal basis, maybe mm -hmm. to a sprint, but you can't, but how I, I would say this, do it on a sprint, but make sure you keep some of those other areas, maybe uh, be self-aware, keep those in a maintenance mode. Right. So in other words, if you're going to, um, if you say that, oh man, I haven't taken a vacation in five years, I'm just going to take a, you know, three or four weeks off. Well, don't let your business go to crap that you've worked for five years building up, you know, don't just, you know, so you got to get these things in the, into a proper maintenance mode when you're going to um, have some of those sprints. Yeah. Dave, what we see most often when folks first start doing these spider graphs are those folks who are doing really well on the financial and professional level. And I say really well, there's like seven, eight, nines, tens, you know, people that are doing really well there generally, this, this is a generalization, aren't doing so well in the spiritual family friends arena. You're right. It's very normal. Yeah. <laughs> and vice versa. Those yes. folks that are killing it, they're getting nines and tens and they're going out and they're great friends relationships and they're going to concerts and that kind of thing. Um, they tend oftentimes to leave their professional life, you know, in the dust. They're yes. not putting enough time in or energy or not working smart enough in their business, right? But imagine if you could rate yourself as a, you know, the traditional scale, 10 being nirvana. What if you, you could score eight nines or tens 
in your physical health, in your financial health, in your professional health, in your leisure and fun health, in your mental health, your spiritual health, the family health, in friends. What if, just what if, what would your life look like if you could score yourself eight, nines, and tens in all of those areas? Yeah, pretty cool. Great goal, isn't it? It is. It's an amazing. So to have that physical representation of this whole health spider graph, I think will help people. Yeah. Yeah. And just as a quick reminder, you can go to ugozi.com slash spider and grab it. Yep. There you go. Okay. Anything else, sir? No, I think that was pretty good. Thank you. Thanks All right. For me, let, thanks for letting me filibuster. <laughs> <laughs> I think we both kind of did and took turns. Uh, All right. Well, thank you everybody for being with us today. Yeah. Um, remember, building a team is the way to reclaim your freedom and where to help you with our course community and of course our white glove service where we find a rock star va for you so three things we'd love for you to do and we'd really appreciate it number one subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already done so either on your phone or android phone or on youtube hit the subscribe button and click on the little bell next to it to get reminders and then number two is give us a rating preferably five stars or and leave a comment below this video um, on youtube or wherever you find it because any comment will help us get the word out. And then the third thing is go to hiremyva.com for more information on our course and community, our white glove service, and check out the freebies that we've got there um, for you. But remember, even without experience, you'll learn how to prepare for, hire, and thrive with virtual assistants. Larry, we're helping a lot of folks. Yeah. It's a blast. We want to help you too. So just go to hiremyva.com for more information. That's right. Hey, my friends, family members, do yourself a favor, do the world a favor, go do something significant today. Significant beat the pants off of success every day of the week. Okay. Yeah. God bless you. God keep you. God hold you. All right. We'll see you guys later. All right. Bye, Bye folks.